It's like walking on eggshells. This is how many survivors of domestic violence described what current victims might be going through. You just never know what little thing you might do will set them off, or what you don't do that might set them off. You are listening to Up in Flames. I'm your host, but more importantly, your advocate, Abby Bolt. For many people, social distancing is a drag. I get it. I'm right there with you. Social media is filled with a mishmash of hilarity and general complaining that we can all relate to, and it feels less lonely by seeing it. You find people binge-watching shows, getting creative around the house, and discovering TikTok. I admit it. I'm a woman over 40 since the quarantine who created a TikTok account. Though I haven't done a dance, I can't promise you it's not going to happen. But that's where we're all at right now. And all the little things that we've been bitching about, complaining about, and talking about, there's been some issues that have been eating me up. And quite honestly, I've just been afraid to even think about them. I'm afraid to even think about them because I know they're happening at such a high rate in a way that is disturbing and painful. So today I wanted to talk about it so that we can face it and see maybe how we can help each other out. Usually I talk about workplace issues, but today I'm talking about home issues, which have become everybody's new workplace for the most part. Because you see, for those in abusive relationships, staying home is a nightmare. While most days are miserable, even before all this, many victims get smatterings of relief when they or their abuser leaves the house to go to work or run errands. But now these people feel trapped. Maybe they feel frightened or scared for themselves. And if they're parents, they're terrified for their children too. The ramifications of social distancing on domestic violence are being seen across the world. Police departments have reported an increase in domestic violence-related calls in March and now into April. Even though dips in calls have been reported in some jurisdictions, that can also be a really bad sign. The victims that aren't calling, they may never feel safe to do so. They might not even have the space to do it. They aren't seeing friends or family or coworkers, people who might sense something is wrong and feel the need to nudge them, try to get them to get help like they normally would. According to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, external factors like stress, and financial strain can negatively impact victims and create circumstances where their safety is further compromised. In Time Magazine last month, the Deputy Executive Director of the United Nations Women said, the very technique we are using to protect people from the virus can perversely impact victims of domestic violence. So what can people who are not personally impacted by domestic violence do? How can we help? A huge way to help is by supporting the National Domestic Violence Hotline. The entire staff is currently remote and they serve as a backup for other hotlines and providers from local and regional organizations who may have had to suspend their services due to the pandemic. It's likely that your hometown has resources as well that could benefit from financial donations, which provide advocacy and support to domestic violence victims and survivors. For those in the U.S., the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has a list of resources available by each state. Do your research, and if you're able to, donate to a nonprofit or a hotline in your area. Another way to help is to build community around victims and survivors. Isolation is one of the strongest tactics an abuser can use. Supporting them in a time like this is essential. Isolation from loved ones, constant surveillance, strict rules, and restrictions on basic necessities are all tools for abusers and can flourish during social distancing. 
Hotlines have seen an increase in calls about how abusive partners are using COVID-19 to further isolate, coerce, or insert fear into the relationship. If you know or suspect someone that suffers from domestic violence, please contact them and keep that vital line of support open. Keep in mind that knowing about a controlling or abusive relationship is different than suspecting one, of course. But if you know a friend is generally isolated and you believe their partner could be abusive, now is an important time to stay connected. Here's what you can do. Talk to them by phone or video call or be a part of their safety plan. Are there people in their space who are saved and can act as a buffer? Someone who can provide presence who would reduce the risk of interactions between the victim and an abuser? Can they take walks outside while maintaining social distancing? Ask them and find out. Advocates suggest a tip of having a word or a phrase as a signal that they can use for help and let you know when they need it. By checking in with people regularly, you can keep an eye out for warning signs of abuse by an intimate partner or a family member. If you think someone may be experiencing abuse, let them know that you are a part of their support network and let them know that they can reach out either on the phone or via video chat. If you're unsure of what to do or say or how to go about speaking with a victim or a survivor, RAIN, R-A-I-N-N, Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, has a friends and family toolkit to support a loved one, which breaks down and expands the TALK acronym. Thank them for telling you. Ask how you can help. Listen without judgment and keep supporting. I know this may sound strange, but I urge you not to ignore shouting neighbors and be aware of small signs as well. If you think someone is suffering from domestic near your home, but you don't want to get law enforcement involved, visit the hotline's website or give them a call at 800-799-7233. There are also chat or text services you can reach either through the website or by texting love is L-O-V-E-I-S. You can text that to 222-522 should you not be able to speak safely. And don't worry, I'm going to include all of this in the show notes. The hotline's able to help anyone create a safety plan, whether they themselves are a victim or survivor or someone concerned about one. Rain's National Sexual Assault Hotline is also available at one 800 656 hope or onlinerain.org and that's 24/7. It's free and confidential for both victims and survivors of sexual violence and their loved ones. They can also help with brainstorming a safety plan. I know that sometimes it can be really hard to get anyone involved because you're worried about doing more damage. So give them a call and find out how you can help. Ultimately, look out for others. Whether you're a victim, survivor or a supporter, you're not alone and help is available. It's really important that we help survivors and let them know that even in times like these, there's still hope. If you've experienced domestic or intimate partner violence, you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233. Additional resources are available at its website. And if you've experienced sexual abuse, call the free confidential National Sexual Assault Hotline that I mentioned above at 800-656-HOPE or you can access them online and even give them a text. All the way around, no matter what's going on for you or your loved ones, there is someone out there to help you. Now, I hope that you're all doing well in this whole COVID thing. I hope you're TikToking and doing dances, and I hope that your home is a happy one. If it's not, or if you know someone who doesn't have a happy home, please reach out and help them. Today, I'm talking about domestic violence, pretty much partner violence, but in the next episode, I want to address 
child abuse, because that's another really difficult subject that I've been having a really hard time even thinking about. But I think that we do need to face it head on because things aren't so easy for everyone's homes right now. Not everyone has a blissful house and their biggest concern is what they're going to make for dinner or how bored they are. So let's make sure that we support each other. Visit me at abbybolt.com. And remember, choose the hard right over easy silence. <laughs>